Alright, welcome to another episode of Side Notes. I'm your host, Greg Beer, and your producer. Colin is not here. He's going to get married this weekend, and uh, I'm off to Italy next week for a couple weeks. Uh, uh, so there's going to be a pretty sizable gap between now and when we can next post a little mini-episode content for you. So with that, let's get to... Another extra 15 minutes from the Star Trek Generations episode. Just to uh, peel back the curtain for you a little bit. Uh, I often feel like the uh, first 30 minutes where we uh, talk about what's wrong with the uh, movie isn't quite enough to really dig down into the flaws. Uh, and I turn to Colin after we stop recording and I say, Hey, why don't we do another 15 minutes? And then I cut that 15 minutes out of the episode. So... Uh, this is a clip from the Star Trek Generation. I think we actually used some of the uh, audio from this clip, but this is the whole thing in its entirety where uh, Sam Power professes her love for Star Trek the motion picture, which is definitely the boringest of the Star Trek films. Uh, but it still has its charms. It still has a little Star Trek charm in there. Uh, and also, of course, uh, Adam Rosenhart was also in that episode. Um, the audio quality may not be as good. We were using our old uh, Yeti mic, uh, not the fancy H6 Zoom mic we've got now, so apologize for that. Anyway, um, enjoy the episode, and hopefully uh, we will be back uh, at the end of October for Season 2 of I Have Some Notes, so uh, keep uh, your eye out for that. Until then, keep watching the skies. So, so we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about this just because it's got everyone fired up. And so Sam has posed a very, very, very important question. Sam. Is Riker the hottest? Is that the question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I would think by default is he, is he the hottest. Now, I, we did, now, we do see Jordy almost topless. I legitimately don't know why I wrote that down. because. The, <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually a note? That's a note I made. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why, because the obvious answer is yes. I don't know, though. We talked earlier about how awesome Malcolm McDowell is. Malcolm McDowell, close second. He's got that scar. Mm-hmm. From He's got the, got the gnarly haircut. Yeah. Also, I, okay, I love the severe 90s haircuts throughout oh, the movie. Spiky. Like the woman uh, sitting next to Data, she just has this great 90s, like, shortcut. <laughs> That you don't see. Oh, right, right. The, the, the miscellaneous ensigns. That yeah. Just kind of like... Like a, like a mushroom cut? No, or... no, no. Severe, like, brush cut almost for okay. a woman. Oh. Like kid and play almost. Oh, sort of. okay. Oh, yeah. She, isn't that... I, I, I think she's been in some of the TV shows. I think so, too. I always think of her... She always reminds me of uh, Gozer from Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm always just like... That's terrible. Why? <laughs> a woman reminds you of Gozer? Gozer was a super hot. <laughs> I guess. But scary. Yeah. Um, but that's a weird... But that's a weird... That's a weird... That's a weird... That's a weird... Yeah. Like it was bubbles on them? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> She's like, she took a bubble bath and it hardened on her. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something gross about hardening. But... <laughs> um, this woman actually reminds me of like Fakens and Roe. She's like... 
Ooh, a fake row. Low rent row. Low rent row. Rent row. Rent row. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. Um, what else? Well, uh, sorry, go ahead. The death, Kirk's death, first death at the beginning, mm-hmm. is a total ripoff of Spock's death. True. Yes, it is. True. Yeah. In Wrath of Khan. Which was again ripped off in... Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, but in reverse. Movie we don't talk about. Oh yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> we had a we, had, we haven't got to we that had a two hour we haven't got to that episode that yet. <laughs> Any Star Trek movies you want to talk about? We're in. I think I think you guys have already got the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So You're hired. Yeah. So. I actually like can't enter into conversation like casually about that movie because I get so angry about it. That's so, okay. We'll have that. Like, we'll have that. We'll have. We'll, we'll pitch that as the extra angry sweary episode. Yeah. So the first death is. I have some notes after dark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first death. I have some notes and nights. (laughs) Is like is a a callback to Wrath of Khan. Yeah. The second death is an inauspicious death. Yeah. When when Kirk actually dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Old man falls from bridge. It falls. He falls falls under the bridge. Yeah, strapped to the bridge. Yeah, (laughs) it was just like sounds like an artistic (laughs) short film. Old man falls from bridge. A new film by Jean Luc (laughs) Picard. Old man dies on bridge. But like there was an opportunity there. There was such a huge opportunity for him to do something big, something like like even. Dying by killing Sauron or something like yeah. that would have been so much more interesting yep. than spent old man falls with bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's so flat. Like it's just, there's not. There, it's not just that. Like your your action sequence could really entail anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the fact that like it, like the, what happens in that sequence is kind of boring. Like. The, 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 what happens in the action sequence isn't as important as what's happening between the characters, right? And I'll give you an example of like, the, let's take Star Wars for example. What is the biggest thing that people remember about Star Wars is not necessarily like the lightsaber fights and all that stuff. That is memorable. But it's the turn. It's uh, Luke. I am your father. It's that thing that anybody can recite, right? And and that's the most important piece of that particular trilogy. Yeah. Right? So, regardless of whether you know how Kirk dies, the the biggest problem is that there's nothing for us to attach to. You know, we when we Kirk dies, and the movie really expects you to feel something because you know that character. Well, movies don't work like that. You need to be able to set up why we care about Kirk dying and we and, and that's the biggest tragedy of the film is that we don't like when he dies he's just like you know whatever. and we should because we love that series and Kirk yeah, and yeah. it yeah. in that way like it makes it the same mistake that Into Darkness makes where it's like I don't understand why Spock was so upset that Kirk died because they hadn't established their relationship at that point yeah. 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 Kirk and Picard, Picard don't really have a relationship mm-hmm. outside of the fact that now he knows Kirk's reps, recipe for eggs and toast. Which <laughs> and sounds great. And, and, eggs, great. and how to and ride a horse. toast, and butter dill, optional. Dill. Dill. No, no, dill. Right. no, no he, learns, he learns that if you have to break bad, bad news to the special woman in your life, you make her breakfast first, <laughs> and it smooths out the edges. But, like, the easiest so ins- breakfast so, you can possibly make. Yeah, so Kirk's... <laughs> throw some eggs so in instead, a pan. So instead of going to propose to, to propose to her, you're going to tell her, honey, I'm leaving you to go back to work, but I made you eggs and toast. <laughs> Here's a flower. And she's just like, baby, don't worry about it. I got my horse. These eggs are great. Yeah, most most important awesome. meal of the day. 
taken care of. That's the other. You, you know, you mentioned something um, that I don't remember what it was now, but it made me think of this. <laughs> it made me think of this. How many drinks are you in there? That is an eight pack of Lucky Sam. Sam's Robbie Robbie Neal. But um, there were just a few moments where Kirk will say something, and, and Picard gives him this like fawning look. I was just like, I like Picard is. Not a very nostalgic guy, I don't think. He's not big on the emotion. Not no. really, so... His reaction to his, like, family's death is like, things happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice oh, and he a break, breaks out, yeah. doesn't yeah. try, but these things happen. But these yeah. things happen, and he's been an emotional basket case. Yeah. But, like, just some of the looks that he gives Kirk, where Kirk says something, he's like, oh, oh you, that's why you're the best captain in Starfleet. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, th- th- this yeah. character would be like, Okay, buddy. Hilarious. You're. Let's, you're. I can't believe what an interesting dude you are. Let's <laughs> kill this guy. Yeah. Let's let's go blow him up. And also, why did you need to move the universe to get into the Nexus? I like that though. I, I actually didn't. like that. I, I do. Didn't. I do. Because it's like complicated and. I mean, in, a, in like a know, Star it, Trek way, it, it it's a it totally works. it's a total Star Trek you need maneuver. To blow, you need to blow up solar systems. To yeah, you have to kill see, entire see, planets see, to get what you and want. I, and I I kind of like that too because like that's like that's where like 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 we we both like that part because like that that's an epic thing they could have done so much more with because yeah. this guy's clearly a madman. He's blowing up solar systems just so he can hop on the little space nexus. Yeah. So it makes him like a super evil, dastardly it, guy. It, you know what? You're totally right. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's a right. super Star Trek thing. And like yeah. the whole stellar cart- cartography scene where they like rearrange the universe to figure out his You mean where they Google path, map the Nexus? Google space. <laughs> uh, but that also, I was like, this is so, such great Star Trek. Like we're, we have a whole science scene. Like what? <laughs> like, did, they take, did they take into consideration if the gravity was there from the... Oh, no, sorry, we didn't do that. Boop, 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 boop. There we go. Now we've got it. Oh, no. Like, not, Data's, like, closing his tabs for porn. It's <laughs> yeah. like Android porn. Yeah. Oh, God, happening? Emotions are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever explain why you couldn't just, like, fly a ship into the Nexus? No, because, yeah, because it breaks the, up. Yeah, because the Nexus ships, ships apart. Yeah, but the man, planet he, blows up, too. He was in but the it, Nexus, though. Like, at the beginning, was he, like... Did he have? Was it one foot in the Nexus? Yeah, they or? were like in and out. They were, yeah, they were in and out. But like, yeah, the Nexus blows up ships. That's why they had he had to go to a planet and move, literally move planets around, yeah. because ships blow up in the Nexus. Couldn't oh, right, sh- you're right, because the planets don't. It goes through the planets. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All so right, you can just get sucked. You win it this makes, time. It makes sense. It makes sense, Greg. But we were we were back. We were talking about dialogue mm-hmm. uh, and Picard's fawning and stuff like that. But like, I was as I was watching it, I was like. Like on a scale of like, you know, Star Trek Five. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> to say First Contact, which is the best movie. Um, how bad is this dialogue? Like, oh some of the dialogue in it is terrible. Well, Colin said it earlier. It's like a too long episode. Why are they getting television writers to write a feature length? Yeah. Yeah. Like why? Yeah, and they actually that that was well that was actually my thought from watching the movie, you know, and you know not to, to go into darkness or you know or the the J J Abrams movie, but that kind of showed me how like you need different people to make movies because they do need like and, and maybe I know maybe that's just because be, uh, of the movies we've been seeing over the last five ten years where like the movies we go see now these are these epic big massive monstrosities and you know so whether. You know, and again, whether whether we're, I'm looking at it because of modern movie eyes or whether it's uh, whether it actually just makes sense, they say, okay, yeah, you did a great job. We're doing the TV. 
but we need movie people. Mm-hmm. We need someone to make this look. It needs to look and sound and feel like a movie, and not yeah. just like an episode with twenty minutes of <laughs> of Kirk and Chekhov and Scotty at the beginning, and thirty minutes of Kirk making breakfast and walking into his bedroom, which is a horse stable, which I thought was kind of weird. But that's haven't, okay. haven't you ever heard the term? Do you live in a barn, Colin? Oh well, apparently he, he mm. did live in a barn. He lives in so. the barn. But I'm going to break your theory because Jonathan Frakes directs the next one, and it's fantastic. That's true. Directs, that's but true. doesn't write. Yeah. Like I, I don't. That's why I was asking. But that about one felt like a big. But that one actually does feel like a big movie, though. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It is. But it's singularly focused. It yes. Abs- like, the, and the interesting thing about First Contact is that you've got the stuff going on up in space and the stuff going on down on Earth. Yeah. But you know they're going to converge. Yeah, they're converging storyline. Yeah. Um, the, so I like talking about this because because so one of my notes about what was wrong with this film is bunch of TV hacks with a big budget. <laughs> It, it totally suffers from the motion picture uh, oh, man. syndrome, which I actually like as a movie. Oh Pe- my people goodness. hate on that movie, Kay. but it's not as bad as you, people if, think. If, but it is bad because it's a bunch of people who are like, hey, we have to spend a whole bunch of money. I need like a bag of weed to watch my, the motion picture. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, get guess what, you guys? We're going to hire Industrial Light and Magic, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> so, <laughs> this can only end one way. Just, just for reference oh, sake, Star Trek picture. First Contact was written by... Rick Berman, Brandon Berega, and Ronald D. Moore. Terrible. Really? The, the trifecta. The same, the, same, the same guy. So successful in spite of itself. Yeah. Huh. Rick Berman was only involved in the story. So he was but, he was probably the guy that was like, let's have Wolf 359 happen again at Earth. That's totally what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that opening battle sequence, I was like, Wolf 359 again? Yeah. Anyway, now we're talking about first. Well, so what's interesting <laughs> about that, though, is maybe, maybe the... Maybe the, the Pro- the main problem with the film is just trying to connect it to the past, trying to yeah. connect it to the original cast. Like, it, com- it, it basically complicates everything. Yeah, uh, it, it, you know, you could have a very simple story about the next generation crew, and it could be about the Nexus. I'd be fine yeah. with that. It's just you know when you're trying to overstuff it and have this, trying to manufacture a, a torch passing off mm-hmm. moment. Like, hey, guess what? Torch already fucking got passed. It yeah, got passed when the like next generation showed yeah. up on the scene. Yeah, exactly. The, the torch was the of eggs. Yeah. And actually, that's not a bad movie. Like, Soren, Duras Sisters, Next Generation Crew. Yeah, it, it hits some of the... Uh, you know, I, I like the, like the Duras Sisters. Like, I thought they got kind of a fun end, you yeah. know? So. I hate that they died. But that they could have been used more. Yeah. Like, you get rid of... The, the they could have they been more of the main villain, yeah. especially if you cut out the, the Kirk stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and you have more time. And to, they are great villains. They are, yeah. but it, but if you do that, if you cut out the Kirk stuff, you you there's actually more opportunity to use Guinan more. Yeah, like she, she could play a, a much larger role doing some of the exposit more expository stuff, I guess. 